Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast and we are here to bring you reaction as Rangers announced Giovanni Van Bronckhurst as Rangers manager uh, will bring you reaction to the most inevitable news since Gerard joining Villa. I am your host Scott Carney, I am joined by Ali Pearson. Ali, how are you? So, a very good Thursday evening and uh, I look forward to talking about our new manager Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Yes, rather exciting times ahead. Scotia, how's it going, mate? Nice top. Yeah, it's been sitting, as I said, it's been sitting at the top of my drawer for about the past week. I think the last time I wore it was during the Euros. So, yeah, in a football sense, it's really good. What a difference a week a week makes when we, we recorded the reaction to Gerard leaving. Yeah, but what I, would, what I would like to say, just start off with, is um, firstly, um, just pass all my condolences to Gary Stevens and his family. That was um, horrible news that came came through earlier today. So just, I'd like to start off with that. Definitely, mate. Um, no, we all, we all pass on our best and there's no real easy way to move on from that. So I just will. Um, so yes, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is the, the new manager of Rangers. Kind of inevitable. We didn't really think it was going to happen today. Uh, but eventually it did. It's came through and it's been confirmed all pending a work permit. Uh, before I get into that, Club at 22 is supported by Manscaped, who is the best of men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off plus free shipping with code club at 22 your balls will thank you uh, so we'll, we'll get into this we'll go through the club announcement today um stick around at the end there's a, a wee special video that was meant to go up tonight um from me um it's going to explain an announcement from for the, our podcast specifically so um yeah stick around and you, you'll see that at the end so the club uh, released a statement giovanni van bronckhurst has today agreed to become the 17th permanent manager of Rangers Football Club, the 46-year-old former Light Blues player is a hugely respected and vastly experienced figure in the game and joins Gilles subject to receipt of a work permit. Van Bronckhurst is a phenomenally decorated player both at club level and on the international stage for Netherlands. While as a manager, he returned glory to Rotterdam's Feyenoord, eh, bringing five trophies in his tenure there. Uh, Rangers chairman Douglas Park commented, I am delighted to welcome Giovanni as our manager and to begin a new era and build further on what has already been achieved at the club. The team is in a good position on the park. As a board, we will support both Giovanni and Ross Wilson to continue to make Rangers a success. I wish Giovanni all the very best in his role and look forward to working closely alongside him. On his appointment, Van Bronckhurst continued, I am absolutely delighted to be returning to Rangers as the club's new manager. I feel so lucky to be going to work with a squad which is in a great position on all fronts and largely has experience of being winners. I look forward to carrying on and enhancing the work that has been done already alongside Ross Wilson and the board of the club. And I'm grateful for the chance to work again at this huge football club. I cannot wait to meet the club's incredible supporters again and begin this new era for us all. Last bit, I promise. Sporting director Ross Wilson added, I am delighted to welcome Gio back to Rangers. 
He was respected throughout Europe as a player and has already shown why he has the same respect as a coach. Gio has already shown himself to be a winner. He knows the club, he knows the quality of the squad and is absolutely aligned with the approach and mindset. Outside the formal discussions, Gio and I have already had numerous other informal conversations and I can see how excited he is. I am looking forward to introducing him to the squad soon. So Ali, your initial thoughts on this and it's uh, a quick bit of business for the club. Absolutely delighted. I think he fits fits the profile. I think he fits the way we play. He plays the four three three. The Rangers obviously with that Gerard and Beal and everyone play the four three three. So I don't think he'll need do much for this Rangers team. Slight tinkering of it, but yeah, I'll be very surprised if he came in and ripped it up. You'll you'll go with how we play, but with slight alternate, um, I slight tinkering now and again. But um, not delighted and. I mean, I said when we broke up with the GRR podcast that I'd be very surprised if Ross Wilson didn't have targets sitting there, even when Gerard was in. And he alluded to that in his interview today. He's had targets sitting there. That's his job, Ross Wilson. And he referred to Rangers as, in terms of being progressive as a club, in terms of where we've been before. I mean, remember last time we pissed about looking for managers offered it to Derek McInnes, who then turned it down. You look at the other side of the city, they went after a, um, as you call him, Eddie Howe. They were slagging us for going for a guy with a free transfer, but they've got short memories. They were going for Eddie Howe, who was out of a job that strung them along for three, four months. So this is how you do it properly. And um, yeah, it's how it should be done. And um, Rangers have done it professionally. Within six days, yeah, he won't be in a dugout for Sunday, but he's there. It gives us that added boost that, we don't need to be honest, but an added boost for us all going to Hamden on Sunday. And I, I'm absolutely buzzing for Sunday now. I can't wait. Yes, I was very excited when I seen the, the tweets starting to fly through. I have been refreshing my phone all day. I was with Stu today from The Art of Gold, uh, my barber. Uh, he, we were sitting, he was. He told me 11 o'clock and we were both sitting refreshing our Twitter as he's cut my hair nothing happened. And then just as time went on today, I didn't really expect it to happen. And then, as I say, kind of out of nowhere, um, it's been announced, which is, which is really, really good. And I'm delighted. I really am. I couldn't be happier with the appointment. Scotia, we were all saying Ross Wilson will have a contingency plan. He will have things in place if Gerard was to ever leave. And he has he's shown that he's he's more than capable and he's a very capable sporting director of this football club. Yeah, he is. I mean, I think we obviously excuse me, wanted him first in before it was uh, was Mark Allen previously, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And um I think he was our first choice, but obviously went down to Southampton. You know, I think in, in Britain. Scotland in particular, it's taken us a long, long time to get on board with what a sporting director does and what he does, eh, what he brings to the club. But this is precisely, precisely it. We lose a manager with little, you know, exp- notification for us. Really, maybe you know Ross in the background kind of knew what was going on. But so he's got this list in place that then he can go right. Well, here's our targets to play or to come in and manage for us and we can get the ball rolling straight away and we can get that kind of quick turnaround. It was actually, it, to be fair, it was a quicker turnaround than I expected. Mm-hmm. I was maybe expecting into next week, possibly even even after that, potentially. But um, it, it's good to see it getting done so quickly. Um, and yeah, delighted with the job that, that Ross is doing. I've not managed yeah. to hear his interview. I'm sure you'll come on to that, but yeah, I look yeah. forward to listening to that. 
Yeah, and saying how you're saying that you think it's um, quicker than you thought. If I'm going to be completely honest, mate, as soon as Gerard left, I was like, so we're announcing the manager tomorrow then? Like, what's, this, what's going on here? <laughs> Obviously, it's just the way Rangers fans get. We get so um, kind of pent up on this. And really, in terms of modern football, this is a very quick appointment of a manager. So I, I fully now, obviously, now that the dust is settled and you, you're, Gerard's left, we're, we're on to the, a new chapter with Van Bronckhurst. The way that all's happened, it, it looks like they've known for quite a while, to be honest. That obviously, from just this is me totally being presuming that this has happened, uh, it's kind of putting two and two together. There is no way that Gerard turned around on Wednesday and went, I'm off. Uh, the club must have been aware, Gerard must have been aware that this was coming. And you're probably right, Scosh, I think. Ross Wilson probably had something in the back of his mind thinking, you're not, you're off here. Uh, so he's probably already had them. It, it did, as you say, I'll come on to his interview now. His, his other interview, he did mention that he, he'd been keeping kind of tabs on Gio, which you would expect from a sporting director. This is what his contingency plan is all about, is to make sure he's keeping on his shortlist for a replacement of, for Gerard. And he said he was his close pals with, with Koeman and uh, he, he'd said... Good things about Gio, the way he works with players, the way he wants to uh, work with players all the time on the pitch. And yeah, I think it's all, we've went for our first choice and, and we've definitely got him. It uh, added that the process made Gio the right choice. He'd proved himself as a young coach already. He said he will be with us soon. He won't put a time on it and he will not be on the dugout, uh, be in the dugout for Sunday, but he will be at Hamden. Um, Ali, he's got, a rather good CV, let's be honest. I mean, he has, he did really well at, at Rangers, let's be honest. Uh, he, he, he won a lot of honours at Rangers. He's been on to have a fantastic career after us. Champions League, World Cups, like he, he captained, he's captained Holland in the World Cup final. I think that's correct, I'm sure I've heard that. Um, so, I mean... Unlike the other team, as you were mentioning, mate, we've we've went after our first choice and got him. And not only did we get him, we've got a name that's a world name in football and not just a name in Japanese football. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's true. He's um, he's played for us. I mean, I, I mean, doesn't have to have played for us in terms of a manager coming in. I know a lot of people say that, but he has played for us. So we he, he understands Rangers and. He gets his. I think reading between the lines, he he was buzzing to get this job from Broncos. Mm -hmm. He wanted this job from Broncos. It wasn't as if we were going around the houses and trying to get somebody in. He wanted this job, so that's a good sign that he wants it. And um, yeah, obviously he's got a good record in terms of when he went to Farnham. They won their first title after I think it was eighteen years or something. So he he's he's done that. He obviously he's went out to. To China, wherever he was, but he's he's alluded to in terms of when he was out there, COVID hit at that time, which wasn't the ideal, so that that's why he came back. But I just I just think I just think he fits the profiles of Rangers manager. He's maybe not. I mean, Stephen Gerrard is a is is an icon in world football. You don't even need to know about football to know who Stephen Gerrard is, mm -hmm. is, if you know what I mean. From Broncos probably isn't at that level, but when you look at CV, he can walk into that dressing room and say, to guys guys that are in our dressing room and go, look what I've won, look what I've won. Medals everywhere, he's played for Arsenal, he's played for Barcelona, like you say, Champions League, World Cups. 
scored a screamer I seen in the World Cup right in the top corner, which keeps oh, getting played. That was a, and then doesn't score shite goals from Broncos. He scored screamers <laughs> for us as well. I remember one. I remember one away at Monaco. I won one nil in the Champions League group stage. Ali, do you know he's going to be the manager and he's not actually playing? <laughs> he might play. You never know. He, he looks a good Nick, to be honest. But he does look good Nick. He does. And he's giving that legend. He's giving. He, he likes shooting, like shooting for outside the box as well. I know we said that with Gerard, so um, hopefully, yeah. And he and he likes playing with a striker in the middle, apparently. So hopefully, we might see Alfie in where he should be, basically. So I think I don't think he'll, he won't change much because I don't think he needs to, and then he he probably won't either. But I think he'll just do slight alternations in terms of the team the way they play and I'm looking forward to that. I think this could be good for Rangers we've all said about this season there's been a flatness about Rangers the last two games was better but there's been a flatness a staleness I think this could add that that zip to Rangers play, I really do and I think this could add the freshness that we really need at the moment yeah, I couldn't agree more, mate, especially with Alfredo. I think that's going to be massive, the way, the way that he decides to play football. I think it will be slightly different to what Gerard plays. Scotia is this so west of Scottish arrogance and uh, just the way that we are that I say, I think it's going to be very Dutch-style football, if you like. Um, to be honest, I, I didn't really ever watch him when he was um, when he was coaching Feyenoord, mm. um, so I couldn't tell you from the but from the bits and pieces that I've heard, um, sort of other people say. I think I heard that Van der Kran, he was on Sky Sports News earlier tonight. Can he spoke to him and he was saying it's a very similar style. I've heard other people say it's maybe not completely the same as the way Gerard was playing. Um, but it might be a bit more attacking, so it might be a, yeah a wee bit more of the Kenny the Dutch school of thought in terms of how we play football. I think he potentially likes a bit of a target man, so yeah, that could be your likes of Morelos. But you know, we've got other players in the squad that can do that kind of job. So yeah, I'm expecting the transition. I think is really important because it will be a kind of seamless transition in terms of it's not going in and ripping up the squad and then playing like going to a 4-4-2 or going to like a 3-5-2 or whatever. I think in the main, we're going to see a very similar formation to what we've had previously. And I think that sort of goes on with like how us as a club teach that kind of philosophy throughout the, throughout the whole squad. You can see it with like the B team. I know the women's team are sort of play a very similar formation to the, to the men's first team. So it's certainly like a kind of philosophy they're trying to get and getting that right man in for the job that isn't completely ripping up the system and looks ideal for us, I think. Yeah, again, I can't disagree. It's a very exciting appointment. I think it's more exciting than a lot might have anticipated. And I think it's an added bonus, the fact that he's an ex-player. And it can't really harm him, the fact that he's coming into the club that he fully understands and he fully he fully gets uh, he knows what the ethos of the club is all about. He knows what the club's built on. Um, and I can't wait to see him getting started. Um, as I say, you can't really ask for a better replacement, in my personal opinion. We all, as soon as Gerard left and we started tearing the rumours, everybody said the same thing, I think, pretty much. I don't think, I didn't see one person saying that they didn't want Van Bronckhurst. So it's good that we've went out and finally got the, the man that we want. Ali as well. I think the fact that we have managed to attract a name like Giovanni Van Bronckhurst kind of tells a story itself by showing that Rangers are well and truly back on the map now. Yeah, I mean, I mean you look previously sniffing about 
Derek McInnes obviously ends up with Pedro Cuxinha, who nobody had heard of, had been linked with, I think somebody said way back in, after Warburton or before Warburton, linked with people like Derek Adams and folk like that. I mean, but miles ahead for where we are. And you've got to give, Stephen Gerrard's had a bit of a hard time in social media, but you've got to give him this backroom staff credit from taking us from where we are to where we are now, because we are now a very attractive footballer club. And I mean, I mean, we are, for our manager to come now in now, it must be a dream, to be honest, because that's a good team we've got. We're four points clear of the top of the league. We're in a semi-final on Sunday, and we're a 2-0 away on Thursday night if you go into the next round, the group stages of the Europa League. So it's extremely attractive for a manager to come in. I would be quite intrigued to know who the other two managers were in terms of who mm. they spoke to as well, but we'll probably never know that one because Rangers like to keep it tight-lipped and, and they have all through this, to be fair to them. But no, it's, 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 a, it's a, he's, he's a big name from Broncos. I know he's not as big as Gerard in terms of the brand, but he'll um, he'll command respect since he walks into that dressing room um, when he takes his first game, which, which will be obviously Thursday against Sparta Prague. Yeah, Scotia Ali makes a, a really good point there. He's going to walk into a dressing room and everybody's going to know exactly who he is, um, which is great. It's not Pedro Cuxinha walking in and everybody's like, who's this car salesman from Abu Dhabi or wherever he came from? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's a it's a name that everybody knows. It's, it's somebody that they immediately, I think, will demand a bit of respect from the players. I also it really excites me the names that we might be able to attract from um, from Dutch football now. Yeah, I think that, that was a, Stephen. Gerard had confirmed his leaving, and you're waiting to see who the next manager is going to be. Obviously, hoping it was going to be Gio, but that was a worry. That there's players that have come to Rangers for no other reason than the fact that Gerard was the manager, and mm-hmm. I, I think we've maybe got a British centric view of this. And I do get where Ali's coming from in terms of Gerard being the bigger name, but I would argue that Gio has achieved more in his career than Gerard did. You know, he's won numerous titles. La Liga, for instance, the English Premier League, which Gerard never managed to achieve. Put in the Scottish leagues there, obviously, because it's right for us. Um, captained his team to a World Cup, and I think that was his last ever game, was that, that World Cup final that they, they, they unfortunately lost in terms of a, a Dutch respect. And then, yeah, his managerial record, he's won those four titles, or four trophies. At, um, no, five trophies at five, five. over mm-hmm. the course of the four seasons. You know, I think two of them were the their equivalent of the Super Cup. But that Super Cup, I think you're more than likely to be playing either Ajax or PSV Eindhoven. So the, no mugs. I don't know how seriously to take that one out there. But yeah, so he walks in and I think there's it's a big, massive name in world football. Um and people will go like, all right, okay, wait a minute. And as you, you rightly say, there'll be an awful lot of, I think you'll be able to attract an awful lot of Dutch players. I mean, it was similar to when, when he actually joined Rangers as a player. I think Advocate, obviously, Advocate's first sign, you know, I think, was Newman. Because I think that's one of these ones that all, was almost obligatory for him at that period of time. But I think I think I recall him from stuff that I've heard. I think it was David Edgar in Heart and Hand probably was saying that... Um, I think Advocate turned around and said, no, I want this this young boy from Feyenoord to come with me. He's like my main, he'll be my main bit of business. And obviously I arrived from Feyenoord and him and Barry Ferguson in the middle of the pitch were absolutely brilliant for us. Mm-hmm. At the sort of the big start out of the Advocate season. 
So yeah, looking forward to this one. I can't tell you enough. Yes, I really am. I can't wait. And it's it's wee things like uh, he never played for Ajax, did he? From Bronkhurst. But Just even saying him. that, yeah, but he's going to have connections to like the youth, like their youth academy and stuff like that. And we all know what the Ajax, the Ajax youth academy can produce. So it opens many more doors, I think, um, for Rangers. And it's a, a really attractive, uh, really attractive move for any young player to come to Rangers to try and kind of cut their teeth and. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing about it. I'm trying not to just sit here and grin like a Cheshire cat, but I am I am very excited about this. I'm very excited to see what happens and bring it on. As I say, I can't wait to see the Sea of Orange at Hamden on Sunday. It's going to be spectacular. What a welcome for him if he does eventually uh, be there, even in the stands to watch it. And yeah, and kudos to the Rangers um, Twitter account for the shithouse of the goal of the day stuff that they've done today um, putting up Chris Boyd at 10 o'clock this morning they knew exactly what they were doing um, I just feel like we all expected a goal from Gio and they didn't but like, this is the way that it goes I mean their team are, are doing their job rather well so yeah I, I am absolutely delighted and bring it on um, Ali and final to say mate I would I, you know you touched on it I, I thought Ross Wilson came out I know Scotia's not listened to it but he, I thought he came across extremely well eight-minute interview in Rangers TV. I'd recommend folk go and watch it. Um, talks about the process. Says he sat one day and phoned every member of Rangers staff to keep them informed of what was going on. So I got the call. I think it was half five he phoned me. So that was decent for him. <laughs> obviously, you, obviously, you didn't, obviously, you didn't get the call, Scotia. Uh, no, I think, I think you'll find I get invited round for dinner, mate, but I couldn't because I was working. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but but no, that 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 was good of him. I thought that was really good because um, to me, Rangers are a family. The inside of them, all they've always been quite a tight knit community in, the, in that Rangers. Um, if you're employed by them, so I thought that was good of him. He did say after five phone calls, and he thought, "Christ, why am I doing this?" Because it was going to take him all day. But um, <laughs> f- but fair play him. But no, I would definitely, I would definitely go on and um, and watch the eight minute interview because it gives you a good insight into in terms of how we um, appointed Van Bronckhurst as our manager. Yeah, really good. He, he came across very, very well. He really did. And he was, he was, he looked rather pleased with himself, let's be honest. He was sitting with quite a grin on his face and quite li- rightly so. Um, he's got the man that we all wanted. And yeah, you've got to give him credit where credit's due. Scotia, final thoughts, mate? Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about the news. I don't think you've mentioned this yet. Um, and I know it's not been confirmed as such, but I did hear when I was listening to Sky Sports News and that Marcel van der Kran was saying that he'll take Roy Mackay as his um, assistant or a coach at some point. And I was also hearing rumours that um, Van Yastel over in Guangzhou, which um, obviously Gio was at for a small small period of time, looks likely that he might be coming, coming as assistant manager. But that, that's unconfirmed, but it's very strong rumours that that that'll be the case. So there are two other pretty good appointments in my, my book. Very good appointments, mate. Uh, see, we, were, we were talking just before we started recording there about Mackay. We were linked with him many moons ago. Um, he was a player for Deportivo and Bayern Munich, was it you said, Ali? Yeah. So he was a, he was a cracking player. Bayern. I think he left Lacuna and I think we were linked to him when he left Lacuna to go to Bayern. So, yeah, no, I say it's it's exciting, and as far as I'm aware, um, Van Gastel or Van Astel, what his name is, he's a very highly thought of coach as well. So, yeah, it's exciting times. Rangers have got this one correct, in my opinion. It has happened quicker than we probably all 
Um, really thought, if we're going to be completely honest, but uh, I cannot wait for it to get started. And yes, I cannot wait to see Hamden on Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be spectacular and what a day it's going to be. So I, I was due to bring out a video um, tonight. Um, obviously, this news broke uh, around five o'clock. So I'd recorded a video earlier on today that I was going to make an announcement on the podcast. The boys actually don't know what they're about to see, to be honest. So um, we've We've done really well with the podcast so far. Um, this was recorded before Van Bronckhurst was uh, announced, so there'll be a bit in this that doesn't really make much sense to you. But, yeah, um, I'm just going to play this, and then I'll probably just end the podcast, to be honest. So, Ali, thank you, mate, um, and I'll hopefully speak to you tomorrow for the club preview. Yeah, looking forward to a big, big game on Sunday, and I'm absolutely buzzing for it. Obviously, we're all off Sunday, Monday, I think, so there'll be a few beverages involved. So, no, yeah, buzzing for it. I cannot wait, mate. It's been a long time since we've had a sesh, man, for the for a game. I cannot wait. Scotia, thank you, my man. Yeah, cheers. I'll just be repeating Ali. Looking forward to the weekend. Absolutely delighted with this appointment. And um, yeah, I think every other every other Rangers fan is as well. Yeah. Does anybody know Let's Go in Dutch? No. My cousin's wife. Let's Geo. Yeah, let's Geo. I'm up for that. We'll use let's Geo. So, yeah, everybody, if you can please stick around, check out uh, this video, and we'll speak to you again tomorrow. Thank you. Here to announce quite a a milestone, quite an achievement um, for the podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm really really excited to be able to sit here and, and talk to you about it. We have just reached a thousand subscribers on YouTube, um, something I genuinely never ever thought would happen, um, to be completely honest. And I cannot, we cannot thank you enough um, for the support that you've shown us. I, I really can't thank you enough. It is literally just me and my best mates talking about Rangers. That's literally it. And the, the fact that people are continuing to come back and listen to us and to subscribe to our channel. Um, it's incredible, it really is, and it's it's something rather special. Um, so we we are we're launching a a subscription service on YouTube that is called a club. You'll be becoming a club at twenty two supporter. Um, and before I get into what that and what that's going to be all about, I, I just want to give you a bit of background about the podcast and about the guys on the podcast. Um, so yeah, we I started this about not even a year ago now um but i was coming up to a one-year birthday um and we i've done it well we've all had full-time jobs we all still do have full-time jobs and we have other commitments we have family commitments we have all invested in equipment in order to bring you better content better sounding better looking content um and the guys have constantly put up with me messaging them pestering them for what time we can record when we can record who's available to record so yeah i i know i'm a right pain to them sometimes um but they put up with it and i i generally can't thank the guys enough for that uh it is almost like having two jobs with this podcast uh and even though i have said all that none of that is a complaint it genuinely is not a complaint. I absolutely love doing these podcasts, and what started out as a hobby, a hobby, sorry, has grown to something I never thought it would ever get to. To be completely honest, I didn't think it would we would get to a thousand subscribers within five years. Never mind less than a year, and we are just about. I think we're about one hundred and thirty thousand views on YouTube and at the time of recording, it's one thousand and thirty subscribers, and that might not sound like a lot to some people but to me it's it's crazy it is absolutely 
it's mental uh, and it's it's quite humbling and it makes me want to do this even more to be completely honest it wants me to continue to do this and to, to record every single day if i possibly could i i, I genuinely would um but due to the way that it's grown and due to what's happened over the last year with it it's got my mind working overtime and i'm getting to the point where i feel like i could the sky's a limit really um and i don't think i i shouldn't i should be aiming for anything less for this podcast and for news the people that support us and listen to us so you can now join our channel become a club at 22 supporter by doing this you'll help us improve our content by investing in even better equipment um allowing us to do different things to get different guests on ex-players etc people that may charge a fee to get the people on that you want to hear stories from that you want to ask questions to um it, it would it would ultimately help with that and as i mentioned we are we are looking to bring live shows now uh, we're looking to do live shows across locations in glasgow um hopefully and as I said, I, I feel like now, and this might sound crazy to some people, but I feel like I should be reaching for the stars now um, just due to what's happened and the support that you have shown us that was for Rangers to, for Club at 22 to become a media partner with Rangers. And I'm not expecting this to happen overnight. I'm genuinely not. I, this is a, I am in this for the long haul and I think the guys are with me. Um, well, Ali and Scott really don't have a, a choice, to be honest. They were forced into it from the start, but they fell in love with it as well. Uh, so, yeah, I just think, why not? Why not aim for that? Um, I, I don't even expect everybody to join this podcast, but I, I, join the subscriber thing, but I, I will come on to that. So we, we are not journalists. I am, we're not authors. I am not very good at English, as you are well aware. I'm not very good at English. Uh, but one thing we are is fans uh, and we love our football club as much as you love our football club and i don't know if that's what stands is in good stead or honesty and the fact that we don't really have agendas or anything like that here it's me and my pals talking about football there's there's nothing really hidden behind it uh, and yeah i don't know what if that's what it is i'm not really sure but it's uh, it's still pretty incredible the support that we are we are getting so as a club at 22 supporter, I have just mentioned the fact that we're looking to bring live shows. The first one, um, hopefully all things going to plan, will be from the Viceroy Bar on Paisley Road West. This podcast is named after the Viceroy Bar. Um, a wee bit of context behind that is Tom Valance, who's one of the gallant pioneers, he used to own um, the Viceroy Bar. And at the time, it was called Club the Club at 22 Paisley Road West. Uh, so that is where we got our name from uh, and that we are named after the Viceroy Bar. Now, due to the size of the pub, there will be a limited audi audience for this. So as a subscriber, you will get early access to the tickets. I don't know the full capacity yet. The full details are not ironed out, uh, really, but we are hoping to do that early next year. So um, you will be you'll be in with a chance um, of getting early access to the tickets. You will you will get early access to to the tickets. And also, if you are still a, a supporter, a club at twenty two supporter, at the end of this season, you'll be entered into a draw to win a fifty pound gift voucher for the Ranger Store. So again, just another way for us to thank you for the for the continued support. If you are still a supporter at the end of the end of the season, um, you'll win me a chance of winning fifty pounds. So. Also, apparently, according to YouTube, anyway, this is all about new to me, as you can, um, in the chat, you'll get an emoji if you become a subscriber, and I've uploaded a load of different ones that you'll get. There's a picture of Alfredo, there's a picture of Tav, there's a picture, there's a Club at 22 logo, there's a picture of, 
I can't even remember the rest of them. But the ultimate end goal one is after two years, you will get the, the Rangers badge, the gold Rangers badge. Don't say I'm not good to you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so apparently you'll get that. I, would, I don't know. I'm not really sure what that looks like, but I'm sure I'll find out. Um, the subscription will be 99p to join. Um, and you've got no idea how far that would go to help us um, to grow uh, and, and to really kick on and to take this podcast to the next level and to reward you, the supporters, for... Um, for the support you've shown us, we will put even more into this than we already have. So if the subscription thing's not really for you, you don't want to subscribe, you can, you still want to donate the podcast. I have set up, a, you can buy us a coffee link. Uh, that link will be in the banner at the top of the YouTube page and in the description for the shows. So you can just make a one-off donation if you like. You can do it twice a year, whatever you would like. If that's the way you want to do it instead of being a subscriber, then by all means, you can do so. Uh, but me, after me saying all of that, none of this is compulsory. I am not saying that everybody has to do this or your your experience is going to change anything with the podcast. It, it won't. It will be exactly the same. Um, for now, it's going to be the same content, the same times we record. It's, it's going to be the same thing. It's not going to change. But what you would ultimately be doing, if you can do this, is supporting us to make it even better, to bring you the content that you want, to make things as best as possible, uh, and ultimately, ultimately supporting us being able to do live shows Um more than just maybe twice a year, um, which is what we're probably looking at just now. We'd be able to do it a lot more often. Uh, and again, you, you would have staunch points for life, to be honest, if you could. However, if you can't afford it, I completely understand that, then it, things will not change. We are going to remain the same. The audio version of the podcast that goes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything like that will remain the same and will remain free um, for now. So nothing's going to change uh, in that regard. Uh, this is just us really putting ourselves out there to be honest uh, and seeing if if we can do this if we can make a, a right go of this uh, with your support and also to reward you for supporting us um, I can't tell you how far it would go it would really support us so in all seriousness it's taking me a wee bit of, a wee bit of time and courage to, to kind of come on and do this uh, I'm not really a nervous one I think you will know that I'm not really a nervous one but this one this one's a, a wee bit of a I felt like it was a wee bit of a tricky one uh, but I just want you to know that this podcast isn't a chore. It's never been a chore. It never will be a chore. Even when we get beat, it's a, it's almost a way of kind of relieving my, my, my feelings, my emotions after a poor performance for Rangers or whatever else. It gives me a, a space to come to to speak to my friends and to speak to you guys uh, about what's just happened, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, and we generally love interacting with you in the comments and stuff. You'll know the ones that comment, I try my hardest to message all you back. I really do. Uh, I spend a lot of time doing it and I, I absolutely adore doing it. I, I genuinely do. It's something I love to do. Um, so, yeah, if you can do this, I, I would thank you. I, I can't put in a word how much I can I can thank you for it. Um, if you can't, don't worry. Things are not going to change. We aren't going anywhere. Things are still going to stay the same. We're still going to bring you the content. It's just we are. We're we're, we're just now trying to, to kick on. Um, and with your support, I, I feel like we can do that. Um, so the join button will be probably under this video, I think, and it's on the main page of the YouTube. The YouTube page, so then um, you'll be able to do it there. I say it'll be 99p, and I say if that's you don't want to subscribe, then you can go to uh, buy us a coffee if you're still wanting to donate. However, you do not have to. I can't stress that enough that you do not have to. Uh, so I was about to thank my guest. There is no guest. It's just me rambling on, and um, that you've sat and listened to for about over ten minutes now. Um, so yeah, 
thank you to everybody um, for helping us uh, kick on, for helping us get to a thousand subscribe over a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Genuinely incredible support. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough. And yeah, if you're going to join our channel uh, again, I, I just thank you. Honestly, thank you so much. Um, so we will be back. Uh, things I say, things won't change. We will be back. A club preview is coming your way uh, tomorrow, Friday. It will be. Um, we'll be called preview, and I think Ryan's actually doing his first hosting eh, of the pod, so tune in for that one. I'm sure it'll be good. Um, so here's to the future. Is it orange? I don't know, we need to wait and see, but I've got a strong suspicion it might be. Anyway, uh, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening to me, eh, and I'll speak to you all next time. Cheers. <laughs>